0: Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of date night with Adam and Raven. I am with my fiance and
1: Wow, that's so weird for you to say hi. I'm
0: no, but future wife.
1: Oh, future wife, I like that better than fiance. Sweet Raven. So sweet, Adam.
0: <laughs> well, I personally really wanted to have a discussion not only about finding a good girl, but also yes. keeping one. Oh. And I think that not only girls will benefit from this, but I think the guys will benefit more from it just because it's coming from a male perspective. Absolutely,
1: and let me just say, guys need more help than girls do. Really? Yeah. 1,000%. Don't give me that look. Mm -hmm. I think all of our podcasters would agree with that statement.
0: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to let you wing me away.
1: (laughs) No, I need your perspective because before I met you, honestly, and this is why I wanted to do the podcast, is because before I met you, I just didn't think guys like you existed. I thought that all guys just sucked, to be honest. Damn. And, I mean, I always thought that I would find a guy, but someone that would probably not love me as much as I loved him, or he would be a cheater, or that there might they might be a good guy, but the spark just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I was so dead wrong. And I just want everyone to know that if they think they can't find a good guy that's going to be all the things that they need, that they're dead wrong too. So I'm ready to start this podcast with you and give everyone hope in a better relationship. You know,
0: let's do it. I mean, I think we're ready to go.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited to pick your brain because we have a lot of girlfriends, Like every time we have girlfriends over at the house, they always ask Adam for his advice. But here's what I think, Adam. I think guys should be approaching us or you more to get advice from you instead of the girls. Yeah. I think the guys need advice, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. We we got some god questions, so we'll get there. But this podcast is all about our listeners, our followers on Instagram, and so we're just going to kick it off with the very first question that we have been constantly asked. I mean, <laughs> our inboxes are flooded with this question, so do you already know what it is?
0: No, I don't, but Kevin has to let it ride and we got to hear it. No, are you okay. guys ready? Yeah, yeah. Kevin, all right, let's, let's do rolling. it.
1: Where is the best place to meet a nice guy? Oh boy. I mean, this is like the first question off the jump every time i ask instagram what they want to know what's their question they say this and they're just like don't say tinder
0: (laughs) she asked the question where do you find a good guy but Mm -hmm. for a guy's perspective if i was single i'd be like we're all the good girls right right and that is such a broad loaded question and there's no there's no right or wrong answer there's not Is it an app? Is do I need to be out in the social world more? You know, do I need to just go out more with girlfriends and just meet people? But like from my perspective, as long as you're out and you're interacting with people and you're just doing those things, I think that's most important. And whether that it's you know you're being involved in the community Mm -hmm. or you're doing things work related, I think that if you're surrounding yourself by that caliber of person, you're gonna attract that person. I think it's
1: also what you're looking for in a relationship. Are you looking for a one-not stand? Or fun. Are you looking just for fun? Are you looking for a rebound? Are you looking for a long-term relationship but not get married? Are you looking mm. to get married? All these questions are important into where you go to find these people, right? Yeah. So I don't know. If you were a guy, where would you be hiding?
0: Well, I am a guy.
1: Oh yeah, you are a guy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. You definitely are I, a guy. I'm a proof. No, i your question I can would be a witness to this. He your question,
0: Raven. Your question <laughs> would be if I was single,
1: yes, where would exactly. I be looking for sorry. a Exactly. Sorry. Yes.
0: If I was single, where would I be looking for a girl? And yes. I think
1: a good girl. A girl you <sighs> wanted a relationship with, not a hookup, not somebody you're going to ghost in f five days, like someone that yeah. you're like intentional about making a relationship.
0: To answer your question, to be honest, I would probably, i, I you're going to call me crazy, but I would look on Instagram.
1: I agree. And, I actually yeah, yeah, agree yeah. with you.
0: And I would look on Instagram because I would like to see what her photos look like. Who is she hanging out with? What are her hobbies? What is she doing? Are all of her pictures, are they scandalous? Is there like a cute, yes. little, is there a cute little bikini pic where I'm like, hey, all right, I get a little taste of it and I then I can figure out. I
1: think the same thing with guys. Yeah. This is what I think. Okay. If you're a guy, listen closely. If you are trying to catch a girl to be in a relationship with, there are three pictures that you need to post on your Instagram. Oh, gosh. One, a picture with a puppy. <laughs> we die over a picture with a cute, <laughs> fluffy puppy. And I'm not talking about don't bring your Watt Roller out. Don't bring your Pitbull out. Get a very small, fluffy dog that we can put in our Louis Vuitton bag. Oh, gosh. You get what I mean? <laughs> the second picture is a picture with your mom. Or your nieces or nephews. Either one will do. Take a picture with the important people in your life and post it on Instagram. And then the third picture is post a picture, not a mirror selfie picture, but maybe a casual picture of you swimming with your shirt off. Mm. Those are the three pictures that you need to have on your Instagram if you're a single man looking for a wife, period.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, well, you also got to keep in mind, these this is basically a glimpse into your life, right? So, you know, whether it's you're working out, you're hunting, you're you're flying, you're you know, whatever your passion is behind your life. I think that people like to look for passion, and I feel yeah. like that's a big, you know, a big uh, a draw to it. Now,
1: what would you want to see in a girl's on a girl's Instagram that you were interested in? What what would you want to see?
0: I'd love to see what her hobbies are. I'd love to see a woman with her friends. I'd like to see a woman by herself to show that she's like strong and she's independent and she can like hold her own up. I'd like to just see her in different settings. I love women personally who travel because I feel like someone who's traveled very well cultured, and um, I just I don't know that I feel like that has like encompasses the whole package and it's not just somebody who's you know just complacent or they're they're just they're hooked on one way this is the way it's supposed to be done take it or leave it i like someone who gets out of the box a little bit
1: yeah kind of switches it up on you i think god's like a little bit of mysterious too yeah. Like you can't really catch him down you better come get me because i'm not waiting for you yeah, kind of thing why not okay so you answered the first question we said instagram so let's just go to our second most asked question okay okay kevin if a girl wants to approach a man in a bar what is the best way to do so And what do you, first of all, what do you think about a girl making the first move?
0: I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I do
1: too. I think it's a strong power move and guys don't have to be the one that, that's another question that we got a lot, but I don't think guys have to be the aggressor all the time.
0: No, I don't think so. I think that when a girl approaches a guy at a bar, it doesn't have to be a cheesy pickup line. It doesn't have to be. You know, I love a cheesy
1: I, pickup line. Nah, I mean,
0: to an extent, I think if somebody like brings up like if I ordered a drink, right, let's just mm-hmm. say I got a vodka soda and you came up to me, and you're right by my side and you said something like, oh, so you got a drink that's straight to the point. I'd be like, OK, this girl knows what she's talking about. Right. Because, yeah. you know, vodka soda is light in calories and it gets you drunk <laughs> fast. Right. You yes. know, like those are the two things that are there. But. I feel like...
1: What should she say? Yeah,
0: she should say exactly what I said. Like, looks like you're getting straight to the point, right? And mm-hmm. maybe... But that that's also like... It could be a little... Like a little sexual innuendo type hint, too. And I feel like some guys... You know, some guys are okay with the rejection. But also, a lot of guys are scared to approach a woman because they don't want to be rejected and have to tell their friends that they're rejected, right? hmm So... I think that it, at the end of the day, like as long as a woman, you know, gives a guy a cookie, he'll come get it. And, oh. But
1: okay. yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, so another, the third question from Instagram, the third most asked question is once you get there, you approach a guy at a bar and you hook, line, and sink him and you get a first date. What should the topic of conversation be? On a first date. I have my own opinion about this with guys, but from a male's perspective, I'll give you the floor. What do you think the topic of discussion should be?
0: It's, it varies. I don't feel like you should have, your mind should be set on doing it one way. It needs to be done that way. End of story. Do
1: I- you think it's a scary thing for a guy on the first date if a girl says, I want to have children, I want to get married? Do you think that's a, that scares them off?
0: If she says, I want to have children tomorrow, yes. But if she says, I want to have children, and you know, like, yeah, in the future, and I want to figure things out and see where it goes, I think like the topic, but it depends on who the girl is, right? Like, you're as a guy, like, I'm a very analytical guy. And it's like when you're talking to somebody, you know, you want to figure out like where they are in their life. Are they figuring things out, or do do they think they haven't figured out? And they're like, they're just, they're in the trenches and they're a workaholic. Are they. Um, mm-hmm. you know, a fur mama or fur daddy baby yeah. mama, you know, and For like sure. and they do those types of things. So it just it really varies. It's just a it's a broad question to bring up. But I would say just as long as somebody's just open and just lets the conversation flow, it just yeah. can't have it's okay to have, you know, silent moments when you're talking. You know, you gotta yes. eat your food, right?
1: But I also think a really good thing to do is during those silent moments is everybody before they go on a date or when they meet somebody, they stalk them on the internet. Like, let's just be honest. Everybody Googles them or Facebooks them or whatever. I think if you're worried about the topic of conversation and maybe there being a odd moment where no one's talking, if you're going to stalk their Instagram anyway, and they're posting about puppies, maybe bring up that you like dogs, you know, I think utilize Instagram and your stalking skills sure. <laughs> as a person yeah. to enhance the conversation at dinner.
0: Absolutely. And you should even look into it further. Like, look at the photos that they're tagged in. See the people who they're with. Like, if yeah, they if they sure. went to a music festival, you know, and you just you say. And you went
1: there, too, or you're interested sure. in that music or whatever. I think that yes. is totally it shows, okay.
0: It shows that you care.
1: You're looking at their Instagram anyway, yeah, right? Yeah, why not? So, it's okay. Let's lurk. And... You know, I've always wondered, and I'm sure a lot of guys and girls wonder this too, is like how you know if a person is vibing with you Mm -hmm. in a conversation, because there can be extroverted guys or girls that will carry a conversation with anyone, but how do you know that they're into you? I've always like wondered that.
0: I think, you know, by the way you laugh over certain jokes or the way that, um, like the flirtatious moments kind of just unraveling. You, you just know. I've been on dates before where I'm like, uh, I just don't see I it. don't. You know?
1: I think some people don't know.
0: Yeah, so maybe we need to dive into that further.
1: A trick I always used to do, if I vibed with somebody, I would physically touch their shoulder or touch their arm or something to let them know, like, oh, you're cute. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Like squeeze the little arm muscle or something, just super flirty, super quick, super nice. All consenting. Mm -hmm. And let them know like give them the three second eye holds where you stare in their eyes for three seconds, and then you look away. (laughs) You know, just to make that (laughs) eye contact to like maybe build some sexual tension or something. Sure, yeah. So I don't know. That's just what I would do. Yeah. We're gonna take a quick break, but coming up, we're getting back to listener questions and this next segment called Just for the Boys.
0: Well, welcome back, guys. We are here, and this is one of my favorite segments, which is called For the Boys, and this is where guys specifically ask questions for us, and I guess I answer them and ask them to you as well, but I think that this is great to hear just a man's perspective on like where he is and what they're doing and thinking of behind the scenes, Yeah, too. I'm
1: really interested what the guy questions are. Yeah. Don't we have a clip?
0: I think we do. Let's let it ride, Kev.
1: A good topic I'd like to hear you guys discuss a little bit is social media. Uh, Social media is so big these days and everybody's trying to build followings. You know, how do you police that? You know, what's too far and not too far when it comes to liking, commenting and following uh, people of the opposite sex that may be attractive and and how to kind of deal with that? Wow. There's so much I could say about that. (laughs)
0: There's so much thousands of people could say to it. Um... That's a tough question because I think a lot of this just revolves around trust. Yeah. Trust with you and where you are in your relationship. I mean, that's like, that'd be like if we first started dating and I started liking supermodel photos, girl, like, you know, IG model pictures, girls mm-hmm. that I I'm into and was like liking their pictures.
1: Yeah. <sighs> I think it's also about respect. Yeah. I want you to respect me enough not to like a a thirsty woman's Instagram post of a booty shot. You can appreciate it. I, yeah. I'm i okay with you appreciating a woman's body in an appropriate way and saying like, yes, that woman's beautiful. Uh, you're a man, you're going to have those thoughts. However, you need to respect me and mm. there needs to be a boundary there where so you don't cross. Let me
0: ask you this. What would happen? So say we're, we're dating right now, right? And let's say that I'm liking... Girls photos on Instagram. Is that okay?
1: I'm okay with you doing that. However, in my past relationships, I would have cut somebody.
0: Oh, wow.
1: I would have. Why
0: are you okay with it now?
1: Because I'm so safe with you.
0: I know, but what if we start, what if we were just beginning dating? Would you give, would you be like, ah, you know, it's, he's a guy, give him the benefit of the doubt, let him, let him get it out of the system to see if he likes it. What are your thoughts on that? Now, I want you to look at this from both a protective standpoint, like insecurity, and then both the security yeah. standpoint.
1: Oh, this is such a loaded question. And really, it could go both ways. Because if you're securing yourself, you shouldn't have these obsessive thoughts about what you're liking and what he's liking and why he's liking them. If you're secure in yourself, you may not have those thoughts. However, it's a two-edged sword. Like I also think if you're a guy that wants to be in a committed, serious relationship, you have no business liking every single person's picture. And I only say that because whether you intentionally send this message out or not— in a woman's mind, it's like you want to have someone else other than me. And us women should know that we are the prize individually. If you're trying to go after me, your focus should be on me. Your focus shouldn't be on big booties or big boobies or other girls that look beautiful. Even if it's true, I think you're if you're looking for a committed relationship, you should hone in on me and come get me.
0: Yeah, but like what it, that's just me saying, okay, I like this picture. I like the content of it. I
1: totally get it from a man's tap. perspective. I, and I've talked to so many of my guy friends about this situation and they say the exact same thing that you do, that it's nothing. We just like the picture. We like the content. We like what she's doing. We like that she's posing. She looks cute. And I get that from a man's perspective. However... From a woman's perspective, if you're trying to land a girl, it's not a good move because we don't understand that. So,
0: what do you do? What do you do as a guy? Because here, here is where I'm in the predicament: is if I'm liking other girls' photos and we're dating, that's my line of defense. I'm like, I just like the photo, you know. Like, I'm not talking to them, I'm not texting them, I'm not DMing them, I'm not doing anything. I'm paying my attention to you. Now, this is if you were very you have a high wall up, super reserved. And you're, very, you're kind of more uh, skeptical about the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is what I would say. And so I think personally speaking from a man's perspective, I feel like it's okay to do that. But just don't cross. Like if you have DMs and it comes back around to you, I think. That's where it becomes a problem. But if
1: you're in a new relationship, girls are going to think you DM other girls when you're liking their photos. That's just what we think. I mean, not all girls think that, but the majority of us think that. And I think if you're focused in one on one woman and you're not trying to play the game, then you should be conscious, even if you believe that and that's your truth, that it's just a photo you need to be aware of what it may look like for the person that you're trying to date or see. That's mm. all I'm saying. I'm not yeah. even saying it's right or wrong. I I'm just saying that it looks bad. Yeah. To a woman. Sure. I mean, what do guys think about us girls like in like super hot photos?
0: Men and women are completely different, right? <laughs> yeah. And like I know. <laughs> that's the tough part is like just bridging bridging the gap between, you know, how Secure, you are, I guess, in in each other's relationship. So, I mean, obviously, you have to gain trust, but like, there's a lot of people who go, I trust you until you break my trust. And then there's some people who are, no, 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 you can't do anything. And I have to know that you can prove yourself first before I can trust you, right? Mm -hmm. I'm the first of the latter, which is, okay, I'll give you all the leash length you need and then the second you do something that's a little sketchy or weird i'm going to tighten the leash and i'm going to i'm going to feel like okay this is this is weird and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do that on the second third fourth fifth relationship right it's not you know some people think the first relationship you need to do that on and then each relationship you need to get tighter and tighter because the first relationship what you learn and what you you faulted on in that relationship you need to take that and apply it to the next because that's the only way you're going to progress
1: i agree with you on the part where you're saying it's about trust because I do think you need to trust your partner and a lot of Instagram issues that come about and Facebook and social media issues come from trust. But for me personally, I trust you more than anything and more than I ever thought I would in a man. Like I trust you completely fully with everything, but I want you to respect me for me personally. In my past relationships, it would be about trust because I Mm. did not trust those people. But with you, it's about respect. I want you to have enough, I trust you, but I want you to have enough respect for me to not like a picture that may make me feel a certain type yeah, of way. Yeah, sure, sure. Just a respect thing.
0: Yeah.
1: We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <Until> <laughs> I, don't, we continue. I don't even know if we answered it correctly. No, I think but we
0: did. We answered it, but we'll, it's a
1: male's perspective versus yeah. a woman's perspective. And I think you just need to be. Cautious of what a woman might think if you are doing yeah, these things. and we'll, you know? we're going to revisit it. Yeah, for sure. I got some questions from boys in my DMs, and let me just rattle them off to you and see what you think. Okay. So one of the first questions I got, what are some key things men should know when it comes to women in general?
0: I think that women in general are more tender-hearted. In the mm-hmm. way you handle certain situations with them compared to other men is v- much, much different. And like yeah. you and I have talked about before is yes. like, I grew around with two other brothers. I never had a sister. And it's like, if you're going through a hard time, I'm like, okay, grab some dirt, rub it on your wound and like yes. keep going. When it's Absolutely. like, you can't do that. Exactly. You need to be there. And it's, it's a give and take with love and respect, right? You need to love your woman's shoes and give you respect in return. So I think that that's like the main, if you can do that, if you can hone in on just loving somebody and being there for them, everything else will kind of, kind of just fall into their respective place. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think also as a man, that's
1: something you've had to learn too, because when we were first dating, all the way from like us play fighting i'm like adam you can't like do that you're hurting me and you're like oh i grew up with brothers like they can take yeah. a nuke to the head whatever i'm like no but i'm a lady i'm <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> whatever i'm tender and then when there's emotions involved when i'm upset about something and you're like oh just let it go it doesn't matter like you have a roof over your head the sun comes out the next day like it's all good like just wash your hands of it and be free And that's not how women think too, but you've had to learn that because you didn't grow up with sisters or anything, (laughs) but you've been really great about adjusting.
0: I think one thing the guys also need to really learn about is like, you need to study your woman.
1: Oh my gosh, Adam, you have to tell everyone about how you studied the woman brain when you're little. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, a little. When bit. you went and got the magazine. Oh.
0: <laughs> maybe you need to talk about. It It sounds better when you deliver. No, you do it. Have no, to you write it it's
1: your experience.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So when I was younger, um, this was probably when I was maybe uh, 16, 18 <laughs> years old. And like, look, I wasn't the the best looking dude. I wasn't the sharp. I'm still. I don't think I am like any Brad Pitt looking guy, but. I feel like what you have to do is if you're not at that caliber, you need to separate yourself some way, right? So you need to study women. And so when I was younger, I would go and I'd either buy or I'd steal a copy of Cosmo magazine. This is a true story, I swear. And I would take Cosmo and I would read it because it'd have a section that says for your man. And it's designed for women to get the magazine and show it to their man, right? Yeah. And it, it would say things like, you need to do this, you need to do that, or you need to listen to her, you need to not you know, you need you need to do this and that. And so when I mean by you need to learn and you need to study women
1: mm-hmm. when you're
0: talking on that first date and let's just say for example she's like I love spontaneous trips. I love I love doing this or that. Figure out what that is and yes. try to do it either locally or on like on a regional level. So, you know, if you have the disposable income to go on like a spontaneous trip somewhere spend a couple hundred bucks and do something really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think that traveling with somebody also like builds a completely different aspect of the relationship because you get to see how the person's traveled. Do you feel comfortable with them? How do you walk through the yeah. airport? Do they like, does he handle the ticketing, the seating? And the hotel? if you don't
1: have a disposable income where you can do that, maybe just make a spontaneous trip somewhere super local to you. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Don't
1: spend a lot of money. Honestly, women love your time and energy. And I think that goes so far.
0: You can do, you can live in Alaska or you can live in Miami and you can have, you can replicate, maybe not apples apples, like the same kind of fun, but you can have just as much fun in those areas as you would anywhere else, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, that kind of segues into the next question that a guy asked, um, on the Instagram and he said, how does a guy know that a woman is not just about his money?
0: Oh man. I think the first way that a woman, a man knows that a woman's not in her just for the money is first of all, it comes on the first couple of dates. You know, you know, the first date when the check comes, you know, is it the guy that's going to pay? Is the girl going to offer what's going to happen there? And I think no matter what happens, if the guy pays for it and if the girl afterwards says, Hey, I'll get dessert afterwards, or I'll pick this up or I'll get the Uber on the way home. Right. Yeah. I think that some kind of
1: gesture know,
0: contribution yeah towards that like on a financial level obviously i think it will makes a guy feel more at ease especially at first you know a guy knows that like hey i'm here to take care of a woman i don't want her to think about that because i want her to spend her money on other things that it's going to get her you know progress her in her life elsewhere but i think if you're contributing in even if it's in a non-monetary way I like agree. if you're living with somebody mm-hmm. and you're making the bed you're he's doing the laundry at me while he's
1: saying this <laughs> because I'm really bad about not making the bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you do things like that, it just takes pressure off you to like. It's just you feel so much pressure as a guy because there's like you want to be the breadwinner, you want to hold down the household, you have you want to keep the circle closed mm-hmm. and as tight as possible. But if a woman can help you in somewhat way, it just it takes it, it lifts a weight off your shoulder instead
1: of a, being a burden. It becomes someone becomes an asset to your life. Absolutely. I think. Yeah. And that can be in other ways than just monetary value. Mm-hmm. I think we have time in this segment for just one more question, and this kind of goes back to our dating topic. And the question is, how do I approach a cute girl without seeming too creepy?
0: Oh boy, this reminds me of the Colin we just talked about earlier. I know. And the girls like, how do I approach a guy, right?
1: I think the question is goes both ways, you know?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you. <laughs>
1: I'm, I think there is nothing wrong with a, a line, yeah, you know, like a pickup it. line. I think there's nothing wrong with it. I will never forget I had one guy come up to me to a bar, and I was um, looking to my left side, and he came up to me, and he said, Girl, why are you looking left when I'm Mr. Right. <sighs> And I laughed so hard that I was like, oh my gosh, that is the funniest thing. I, first of all, it was so unexpected and it made me laugh. And I think if you can make a girl laugh, you can make her do anything.
0: I agree. I think that I think that going up to a woman and having a one-liner is great, but I also just feel like, like harmless conversation will get you just as far. Mm-hmm. I feel like energy... Your presence, your demeanor, all those things are what's going to make you stand out from the rest of the herd. Because here's the thing is, depending on that, you got to define a good looking cute girl, right? Let's just, let's use the number scale, right? Let's mm-hmm. say someone's a nine or a 10. You know that she's been approached a lot.
1: That's not true. That is so not true. Women that are nines and tens, or even I'm going to say fives and above do not get approached by guys because- okay. They believe that they're going to get rejected. Guys will never approach. I swear to you, this is going to come up and Ask Adam. Just wait for it. Actually, let's take a break and we'll get right to that question. (laughs) All right, our next segment I think is going to be everyone's favorite segment because Uh it is called Ask Adam. And all the girls can ask you all the questions that they want. No filters. And they're going to want your male perspective. That's the whole point of Ask Adam, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because sometimes girls give bad advice, you know? Like we'll say oh, he likes you, but maybe he's just busy and that's why he's not talking to you. Yeah. No, he's not talking to you because he's not into you. You know, <laughs> yeah. and a guy needs to say that. Us girls can't do that because we empathize and we're motherly. So, are you ready?
0: Uh-huh, you will set it go.
1: We have a special guest in the studio and she has a question just for you.
0: Okay, I'm all ears.
1: All right, you ready? hmm I feel like I'm an attractive girl. And everyone always says that I'm a catch, but
0: no one hits on me. My guy friends say, I'm
1: intimidating hot. What do I have to do to have guys hit on me? I've heard a lot of my girlfriends ask the same question.
0: You know, I feel like a lot of it is some people, they're like, how do I become more approachable, right? And it's like, you try to figure out, is it like an energy thing? Like, here's the thing, if you roll with your whole clique, I feel like that's a, it's a barrier of entry to get to you. And I feel like if you, if you roll deep with like a, a group of four or five girls, it's much harder personally speaking to kind of get to, you because again, you have all these, you have this wall, right? That's right. coming up against you.
1: Our other question that we had to piggyback off this one is when I'm alone, everyone seems to... Like me more than when I'm with a group of girls, but they're scared to go out alone. So that makes sense.
0: Yeah, of course. So, like, I guess it's a catch-22. I think that just if you're with a group of girls, you cannot feel like you are uh, trying to hoard something and try to hold it back. I think if you're with a group of girls, Have fun. Make it look like you guys are all open. Don't sit at a super intimate table. Have a high top table that's open and out in the, you know, uh, in the airy space. Or if you're at a bar, don't all clutter in the corner and just try to, you know, hide from everybody. Like sit at the bar in a straight line. Talk to people. Have some synergy with what you're doing and how you're going to do it. And I feel like as a guy, you know, you're looking around the room and you're like, okay, she looks like a good catch. I could probably approach her and do something about it. And again, I guess as a guy, you got to roll the dice and go, she's either going to say yay or nay, or she's going to have a boyfriend. She's going to just be out of a serious relationship and she's just going to, you know, you know, close herself off or she's going to be like, she's going to give me a little bit of a cookie and I'm going to have to fight for it. Right. Right. So if you can, you, you know, you have three, uh, results to what you can do with it. And I think it's just all about just being more presentable and being available to but somebody.
1: what what kind of signals do you get? I don't i as a girl, I just don't know how to be more presentable or more available. Well, I then think that's this, confusing. this
0: topic may have to be compo- the, the question may have to be completely uh, restructured because
1: but the question you can't restructure. No, you can't.
0: But I mean, from a guy, a guy, this is a guy, right? then the issue just probably derives from the guy. Like, the guy just has to get up and do it, right? Yeah, it's I just, agree. It's, it's in his gut. But I don't
1: even think it's a girl problem that she needs to be more approachable. I think guys just need to have the cojones to go up to her <laughs> and know that he probably will get rejected if she's a beautiful girl, yeah. but he might not.
0: But Yeah, and that's true. I guess the question you're asking comes from a nonverbal standpoint. Now, if, you, if a guy came up to you and started talking to you, right, and – you were just like super closed off and like, oh, sorry, I have a boyfriend. Go and just boy bye. Right. That is different than just like having the flirty conversation. Not Maybe not flirty, but open conversation with a guy. And then finally saying to him like, hey, look, I think you're a good dude. I have a boyfriend, but like my friend over there, she's kind of, you know, like she's single. I think you'd really like her, but you got to do it in a non pawning off way. You can't be like, oh, here's my friend over there. And then it's like, you know, she's a train wreck and you're just trying to pawn her off to a good guy or whatever. But, like, every person has their person they work with, right? And so just don't, you gotta, like, whether it's a night, it's a Thursday night that you're going out and you're expecting not to run in a guy, you have to have that same mentality on a Friday and Saturday that, like, okay, I may or may not run into Mr. Right, but I'm gonna go out thinking and hoping that maybe I do, right?
1: I think it's good for girls to go out by themselves. I think it's go to a steakhouse. There's a restaurant right down the road here. I told one of my single girlfriends, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, listen, go at five or six o'clock to Julio's down here. And or it's not Julio's. It's um, Javier's, Javier's. 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 And go to Javier's down here. And I promise you, there's nothing but businessmen there. You need to go by yourself. And she went and she called me. And she said, you're absolutely right. There were so many men. I had to pawn them off of me. And she went by herself. And I thought that was a smart move. And she sat by the bar. Yeah. I, and she is a 10, 12, 13, yeah, yeah. 14, 15. Where are you know we know talking about-, about? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 And she got hit on. And she's one of those girls that does not get hit on. Yeah. But you got to go where the men are.
0: Yeah. I mean... I guess it depends where you live, too. Like, if you're strong enough to go out solo and you know, like, okay, nothing's going to happen to you. Because every girl wants to roll with at least one person. Mm-hmm. I think instead of maybe going out with four or five girls, even if go it's you and one. a girlfriend. But the you and the girlfriend can't be, like, super close to each other. You just got to have light conversation. And if guys come around, you got to maybe give them a head nod. Or, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, have fun.
1: All right. Ask Adam. Here's our next question. You ready? Let's go. I've been dating my boyfriend over a year and he still hasn't told me he loves me
0: is there anything else to the question i
1: mean i guess she's asking if that's a red flag or not
0: you know what's tough this is like this is like when you first start dating somebody and it's like asking you know telling like oh do do you say i love you now do i say i feel like you can't put a time clock on on that type of stuff.
1: It's different for everyone and everyone has their own timeline of things. And I think you can't rush it. It also depends on how much time you spend with them. So yeah, if you're no. dating someone that has a really hard job and they're working 12, 12 hours, oh, you're seeing each day, other twice a week and you're seeing each other twice a week, it's harder to tell someone you love them after a year. So However, what was exactly the question that they have been dating their boyfriend for a year and he still hasn't said he loved her. Uh,
0: you know, if that's the case, the question I have for her is have you told him that you love him? That's what mm-hmm. I would ask. Because again, men are looking for signs mm-hmm. to be like, okay, can I make the next step forward? Can I do this? Yeah. And if they hear that affirmation that comes from a woman that's like, you know, it doesn't have to just a light bulb come off, but like you can say something like, I love when you do this. Right. I love when you do that. And then be I love you.
1: Just give them, you a, know, like you've been saying, give them a yeah. little bit of, you
0: know, like when they, when you come like if I, if we've been dating for this same time, a year, right? Mm-hmm. And you can be like, Adam, I love when you come home and I love when I spend time with you. And it's like, oh wow. Okay. She's, you know, she's starting to love these things that I'm doing for her. And then maybe I'm starting to love her as a person. And like, you know, it's that, that spirit, that energy that's going to start going around. So, I mean, I guess the question really, to, you know, to go back to the, the, the user that that called in for that is. Have you told him that you love him and, you know, where has the relationship kind of progressed? Yeah, I
1: think just a conversation needs to be had. And that's that's an issue with a lot of problems is you just need to have the conversation and just say, hey, where do you stand? This is where I stand. And it can be super um, vulnerable, but you need to get there to get where you're going. Sure. Um, Okay, so the next question is if a guy always expects sex when you hang out and we hang out once a week. Is he just using me or is this just normal?
0: Wow. (laughs) I would say, personally speaking, if a guy does it every time he hangs out, that means he likes something about you physically, right? Mm -hmm. And that means that he's really into you on a physical level. Now, that may mean that the times you hang out, um, there may not be a mental attraction between you two. It may be physical and that may be, that might be okay. That might be okay. Now it depends on what, where you want the relationship to go. Now, is this, are you in, like we talked about in the very beginning, is this a relationship you just want to have fun with and see where it goes? If it turns into a relationship, great. If Mm -hmm. not, no big deal. Do you want this something more? Do you not want to waste your time? So I think a lot of this just has to go with, okay, if a guy's just seen you for your body and your physicality, um, Dig deeper into that, right? Right. And if that's something you want, then great. But if it's something you don't want, maybe you need to bring that up. And I think the hardest part we have is like we want, we assume that because you're dating someone, you have sex once, twice, or three times. Okay. Like we're in a committed relationship. Right. People, th- I mean, I legitimately would used to think that way, but I think you have to have conversation. You have to bring I it agree. up. Now, the way you bring it up is different. You can't just be like, so we fucking or not. Right. So these types of things have to change. Right. Right. So I think that you have to have the discussion of okay, where do you
1: stand? This is where I stand. Yeah, be like, like, Hey, look, like-
0: I love when we get physical together. Right. <laughs> if this is what you're saying to a girl or if this is what I'm saying Don't to you. Don't
1: talk like that to the podcast. Raven. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> if I love, you know, I love the time that we spend together, but maybe um, what you, what I would personally do if I was a girl is I would maybe set up dates or something that weren't, that allowed you to not get physical. Right. So you can get to know him on a more you know like spiritual and, and mental level. And so I would do things that are like, I would do like a cooking class or I'd go out to dinner, but maybe if you go out to dinner and he assumes, okay, let's go back to your place say like, Oh no, my girlfriend's going to pick me up and I got to go. Right. So you're putting up a road barrier, a roadblock and so he cannot sleep with you. Right. So yeah. maybe.
1: Well, the ball's in the woman's court. Of course.
0: Look. A guy can't sleep with you unless you spread your legs. That's a fact. Maybe Mm -hmm. unless he has some sex toys at home and he can play with. Yeah, he can do that. But the woman. Wow. (laughs) The woman (laughs) has to do something in order for it to work, right? It takes two to tango. And I think
1: um, women have a lot more power than what they think they do. P.O.P. Yeah, P.O.P. If you don't know what that is, just Urban Dictionary. Yeah, look it up. Okay, this is a great question just to kind of piggyback off the last one is, I've been with the same guy for three years and he won't commit should I cut him off.
0: I wish we can talk to the caller because she's like, he won't commit. And I don't know.
1: I think she should cut him off. Because apparently she wants him to commit and he won't. So cut him off, baby girl. You'll find someone new. If he's been with you for three years, you know, there's something special about you that somebody else or want to keep you for, for sure. forever. I agree.
0: And like, you got to think about it like this. If you're in your early 20s, I mean, three years is a lot of time to just be committed to one person. Like there's so much more out there. So my uh, advice to that listener or person that, uh, that asked you that is just, I'd move on to the next.
1: I agree. So the next question is, how big of an age gap is too old? I'm 24 and was asked out by a 44-year-old.
0: <laughs> That's too much of a gap.
1: You think? Yep, right off the bat. I don't. 24 personally. and 44? I don't.
0: 24 and 44.
1: I think it depends on if a person has an old soul or not. Raven Nicole. I no, don't care what you no, say. No, no, I know someone that is married to someone that is 20 years older than them.
0: Yeah, but they're
1: And all- I know someone that is married to someone that is 30 years older than them.
0: Okay, let's take a step back here. If I'm 24 and I'm dating somebody who's 44, the stage of your life that you're in at the age of 24, you are basically two years out of college. You are figuring out what you're going to do in your life. You haven't necessarily found your calling. Let alone, you could be 44 and not find your calling either. But there's so much maturity that you have to get through. I think from 24 to 28, 29 is a big gap. Personally, I
1: agree with that. There's yeah. a lot
0: that goes on in your life.
1: And I don't feel like the same person I was no, no, when no, no, I was not 24. Now
0: the person that's 44, if you have kids or you're previously married, you're in a divorce, and you've gone. Now there's a difference between a single 44 year old and a person who's been married and maybe have kids, 44 year old, right? But I, if you, my rule of thumb would be no more. If you are under 30, five years gap. If you're over 30, I'd maybe I bend it from five to six years, maybe seven. If you're 30, you can date someone who's 37. But beyond that, now, if you're above 40, sure, the gap can be huge, right? You can be 40 dating a 60-year-old, right? Mm-hmm. It just depends. It You got to align with what you want in life. If you both don't want kids and you're just, like, having fun and going what with it, What if
1: sure. they're just a sugar baby and, like, the 44-year-old knows he's getting a sugar baby and the sugar baby who's 24 knows what she's getting and she gets a 44-year-old? Oh, well, that's
0: what she wants. Well, then you. that's... It depends it all depends on what she wants. If she just wants to mooch off somebody and get money, 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 then fine. That's a great. But if you want to look for something more, it's like Raven, when we were both on The Bachelor, right? It's like the the second we got off the show, like the amount of attention and media and stuff that we got was so high right off the bat. We would mm-hmm. make like one move and then people would be like, Oh my god, they're like, When are they gonna get married? And it's like as each year's gone by like the hype, the the fame has all kind of died off. And I think this podcast is really just, we're just trying to voice our opinions on a, on a more broad scale. Mm-hmm. But like our 15 minutes of fame has died off, you know? And so like mm-hmm. right now we're just trying to uh, navigate and figure out what we're going to do in life. What's next, right? I think that's the biggest question is like, what's next? Yeah. Okay, like if I date a sugar daddy or sugar mama for 10 years and she gives me X amount of dollars for that amount of time, I'm like, okay, that's great, but what's next, right? She's going to yeah. find someone else.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. All right, we have two more questions that I'm going to read off to you. So this is the next one. You are the first one to text each day. So this person is the first one to text her partner every day. And they don't text back until later that day. So is the texting each day in the morning, a sign that you shouldn't be together?
0: Or you mean texting where a lot of time has gone by?
1: Yeah, I think she's trying to say that she's the first one to text in the morning and then she doesn't hear from him until much later in the day. And it's just, she doesn't know if that's a sign of him not being interested in her or what?
0: I think it's a sign of, I think it's someone that's not interested in you. I agree. And I know everyone says relationships are different and some people are in construction and they put their phone away. But I mean like we're around our phones 24-7. And I feel like if you make anything a priority when someone goes, I don't have enough time to do this. I don't have enough time to do this. Sorry, I just got to you now to text someone, hi, hope you're having a great day. I literally can just send that right now. It takes 15 yeah. seconds. Now it
1: doesn't take a lot yes. of energy. Within
0: within modesty, I get it. Like if you if you have a job and there's just other things that are moving on now, if that's happening in the first two mm-hmm. weeks of the relationship, fine. But if it starts to go on and it starts becoming that way more and more and more, and like as mm-hmm. a woman, you just want affirmation. Like, is this gonna work or not? I right. feel like that's a big question. So um I think it's a red flag.
1: Okay. Our last question, I think, is a clip. So I've had three separate friends recently um, tell me that they've gone on first dates through Hinge um, with guys, and the guys have been asking them to split the bill with them. What do you think about that? She said first dates. So the very first date. This isn't like me and you going on a date and me yeah. splitting the bill with you or paying for it. I'd this love is for you a, to split the bill. I do that sometimes. Not all the time. So you, like a, you make them a lot of money. Okay? <laughs> Well, i have to split the bill all the time. I don't, but
0: baby, you make more than I do. Whatever. You're stop, my sugar mama. Stop. Oh yeah, look at you.
1: Okay. Anyway, back to the question. The first date. What do you think the right thing to do is?
0: Um, you know, if a guy brings it up and a guy says, like, "Hey, would you like to split the bill?" I, without hesitation, you're like, "Sure, why not?" You're like, you need, to, you need to walk in
1: with the expectation with of expectation splitting the bill. Happen.
0: Now, if it doesn't happen, great, mm-hmm. right? I feel or like,
1: even just like reach for your wallet, and then he's like, "Oh no, no, no! I yeah, got exactly. it. Just like reach for your wallet, like you're."
0: Or you know what happens sometimes? You like you know the bill comes depending where you ate, mm-hmm. and like the guy will look at it first, and he's like, "Well, you want to split uh, when the bill comes?" You know, like, "Would you like to split it?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, yeah," but then he looks at it; it's like forty bucks. He's like, "Okay, I'm not gonna make her split that." You know, I'll yeah. pay for it. He's like, "No, oh, no, no! Don't worry about it." And the girl should just be, I think, just give a little bit and say, "No, no, no! It's okay. I'll pay. I'll pay." And then if he insists on saying no, then. I think that's okay. I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with reaching for it and just. And I think I think it's just a good gesture. Overall. I
1: agree, and I'll also think it depends on what state of life you're in because if you're a college kid, then I think you should always split the bill sure. because everyone's in college. You probably don't have a job, and if you do, it's part time and it's like ten dollars an hour, if that. And you, guys cannot support like they could when they're out and of they course. have a. full-time job yeah Yeah. so maybe come with the expectation but i think the old rule of thumb is a guy should pay for the dinner i think that shows respect i think that shows interest and if a guy on a first day asks me to split the bill it makes me feel as though he's not interested in me
0: and i think the way the woman uh like like if the guy's like no, 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 no. Like, I'll get it. I'll get it. I think it's so cool when a girl will just be like, all right, well, I'm going to get the first round of drinks when we're done here. Yeah. I just feel like that's such a nice gesture. It's such a really, like, a as a, guy, street, as a right? guy, I'm like, that's fucking awesome, yeah. right? You're like, this is great. And so
1: I think we had that situation. We've talked about this before when I took the initiative to buy your plane ticket to come yes. to I was um, like, no, I'm
0: not going to make you pay that.
1: Yeah. You were like, um, you had been paying for a lot of things recent during our time of dating. And this is like within a month of dating. And then I wanted you to come on this vacation with me. And you were like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if I should. And I was like, well, I just brought you, I just bought your plane ticket. And I think, and you can speak for yourself, but I think that was a defining moment in our relationship where you were like, wow, this girl really is interested in me and like wanting me to be with her. Because she put that yeah. out on the table.
0: And I remember bringing it up to you, I was like, ah, I think it was like 300 bucks, right? Like 300 yeah. bucks difference to change it. And you were like, it's, I don't care. You're like, it's, it's not the money. It's just the purpose. It's just the, mm-hmm. it's just the, the, the overall you like being gesture was of it. more important yeah, to me. Just taking care of me. So I don't know. I, I really like that. So, I mean. If it's we start to get to date three, date four, but I still feel like this is a we can talk for hours about this, but the next discussion should obviously always be, um, you know, how how can women return the favor, right?
1: I agree. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We are four tequila shots deep in this now, lady, and lady. it's time to go. <laughs> so <laughs> we really appreciate you guys, and we hope you love talking things out with us. We love talking to you guys. So if you have any questions for our next episode, please DM me um, on IG. It's Raven Nicole Gates, R-A-V-E-N-N-I-C-O-L-E, Gates. And if you have any questions for Adam or his Ask Adam segment, you can DM him on IG at Adam Godchalk underscore, that's Adam, G O T T S C H. A L K underscore. I know that's really hard. Our children are gonna have a really hard time spelling we'll that figure out. It out. It'll be fine. <laughs> Even if we don't reply, we read every single dm i promise you i've read every single dm even the trolls out there i got you we will try to get your question on our next episode and you will always stay anonymous unless you absolutely want us to say your name and we can do that too but thank you guys so much we really appreciate you
0: thank you so much and by the way if you guys like this please give us five stars or you get seven years of being single but just kidding um (laughs) We appreciate you guys and stay tuned next week because we got much, much, much more on our plates and we cannot wait to share with you. So, over and out.
1: what are we talking about next weekend?
0: S-E-X. I
1: can't wait. Sex. Over and out. Bye.
0: Bye.